beyond the projections about emptiness or the mental you know presentation of emptiness but just come to that to leave everything alone to leave all efforts just to see not to turn effortlessness into another religion but just to to really continuing abandoning everything for yourself not to just undressing undressing of everything and how quickly you come to to that which cannot be compared to the incomparable state what about english Hmm? What about envy? Envy. Yeah, I think I think much of the evilness in the world comes from envy. Like everybody wants to be divine, but people's limited beliefs makes them very small in their own experience. And when they see some divine in other people, they want to destroy it because they don't think they can have it themselves. Yes. And it seems that much evilness comes from that. And much evilness seems to come from. Of course, it must do. But until real understanding and experience comes inside the heart, you cannot simply expect that by raising these these points that it will it is enough to create change in people. I don't I don't think you get rid of something like envy, like for instance through teaching. It can happen because I know that some of the early. Um, teachings and you know training and so on just as a child growing up uh, certain conditioning that came I've been very good very grateful for them they teach you to be to be respectful to to elder people they don't say respectful to everybody <laughs> you know it wasn't taught like that but to your elders and if somebody needs a seat and you're on a bus you're quite young you should give the offer the seat and so on. little things like that have gone a very long way just to broaden your awareness about beyond your self-servicing tendency that you you include a larger feel of sharing this is very beautiful uh, thing. That's a big problem these days with my brother and I feel I should ask you ask you about that uh, I'm I'm very often quite happy mm. and I have nothing my brother has a lot, and he is very often unhappy. 
Um, and I feel that he is envious of me. And I don't, I would like to do something for him, but I don't, I don't know what to do. Mm. Maybe I shouldn't try. Because mm. whenever I try... What, 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 for instance, would make him, of you, that in your perceiving, come to that kind of conclusion that perhaps he's just envious? Why would he be, why, yeah. what makes you think like that? No? Um, I have a son, 18 years old, we live together, and uh, my son is doing very well and we are very happy together. Uh, they have a very wonderful relationship. Uh, he has a teenage son who lives in Sweden, who, who doesn't trust him and who doesn't want to be with him, mm. for instance. Uh, it's like yeah. There's nothing you can do for him, um, except just be true in the moment. Mm. Don't plan any goodness. Just you know, move in your own way, being aware of that, and perhaps mm, encourage a kind of view towards that in yourself, you know, to, like a view of understanding, you know. Mm. And sometimes it just feels like this, uh, very human feelings, very human feelings, you know, at some uh, level, that there is this type of resentment. I think it's probably more of a kind of Western thing than it is in many cultures. In many cultures, uh, we are so psychologically uptight. That little things bring us into a kind of discord, but the discord is there because there's so much self in our life. Our life is so much impregnated with this, with selfhood, personhood, and easily it exposes the cracks very easily. You know, in the form of jealousy or resentment or or these things that you mentioned, you know. Whereas, in many cultures which have a a base of more tolerance and more sharing, natural sharing, and so on, that you would imagine that they would be the ones who experience greater hardship, show that they are very resilient and very flexible in in what would be hardship for you. I see, I see this. For instance, we just sent this book. This book just came here. For instance, as an example, it is a tribute to Sri Nisargadatta Maharaj. I'm skipping through the book and I'm reading that Sri Nisargadatta Maharaj was, you know, had you know many devotees who saw him. That sometimes he would be um, such of a contrast to what you'd expect a sage to be like. He smoked tobacco. He had a very sharp temper. I would go into a rage, and he's so angry that his veins would be standing out in his neck and stuff like this. And we send people out and shout at them and just, and 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 yet his devotees were totally loyal to him. Now you put that in a Western context, and we have so much ideas of how things should be. You know, we are so proud of our culture and you know how, you know, just how wide our knowledge is. But in actual terms. There's so much more suspicion, mistrust, looking, judgments. We are so full of that type of noise. And the more it comes into into meeting people who are really real, who are not living a pretentious existence or something, 
the more some people feel intimidated by that. That that some some beings that really don't want that. They don't want to meet someone like that. Because it makes them so deeply uncomfortable. And if you ask them, well, why are you uncomfortable? They'll make up some other kind of nonsense and it's got nothing to do with the truth. Like it, it seems clearly that there are some beings who really don't like truth. But they will speak as though they do and they're defending something, you see. I think that's more to do a little bit with the, a very mental society, a very psychologically based society, who hasn't developed inwardly the broadness of being that can be genuinely happy to see someone advancing in their work or so on. But I don't want to limit it to Western mind because I think it's quite widespread now. If it comes back down to the place about self, about selfhood, personhood, because that serpent has bitten every being. If you have the feeling that you are you are this me, you know this is my life. Don't tell me how to live my life. You know, I'm free. I don't think we can just select that. And say that that's a Western thing. The Western there might be Western slant to it, but it's a universal thing. When consciousness, when when we give too much energy to our conditioned existence, this is the fruit it it makes. Like how would you say how how would I? I'd love to help my brother. How would you? You can't. Leave him to life. You can just wish him well and have a, a heart inside that says, you know. Um, you know, it's very important to come to know sometimes when you can't help something, and to accept it actually, that this is not your moment, and let us not feel guilty about it, because it is a wisdom to know that you're not responsible for that life. I don't say that. Oh, that should make you feel so great about that. Because I feel in any conscious being, there is a larger sense of responsibility. Responsibility to hold love, or to set love free, whichever way you want to put it. To have a, an attitude of love towards all beings. It doesn't have to be affectionate love, not kiss, kiss, hug, hug, but a love that, uh, that can see through this, and, and a love that is accompanied by wisdom, in the sense that you know that that life, in its way, it is authentic, even though it's struggling at the moment. There are other, there's a whole network of subtleties, of psychological, emotional projections, and all kinds of things are in that as well. And perhaps not. It can be just we we cannot limit consciousness, or you know, bring Freud to it. You can somehow just see that. Well, I mean, it's just life in any way you want to look at it. It it is it is it is playing like this. But what is very important is that we don't have bring this naivety of just thinking that I can just love you through your problems or something, you know, or through loving you, it's going to get you out of your problems. But it comes back to you again, you know. Just what can you do? Well, you can just continue, you know. Deepening inside your own self it can sound selfish, but it's it's actually quite unselfish, in a way. This is, this is uh, quite rough because I 
you're so desperate uh, about what's happening with his son that he seems to be losing uh, his girlfriend and yeah. like everything is falling apart yeah. and um, I know that if that happens he would be suicidal and you know I, I fear for him and maybe you're right uh, nothing I can do I can just step back and and let his life play but it's, it's still when I have this feeling uh, it's like I feel it's a moment to do something if, if ever but I don't know if I can, can do well, you can sit down and keep quiet and find out what could you do. Mm. Look at the options, what could you do? And you can actually go quite far in that, in your projection and say, OK, fine, uh, OK, the only thing I can think I can do is to, OK, I'll write my brother this beautiful letter of love and to say, look, you know, I know that we never always see things uh, like this, but throughout all of this I've always loved you and I've admired the way you've done this, this, this and this and this. I know that sometimes we struggle on this, and but that's just life. We all struggle on something, and um, it saddens me to see that at the moment, you know, there seem to be this difficulty. But I want to encourage you that a moment is not a prophecy, and uh, you know, I wish you all, all, all the best. You know, I'm here for you, whatever that may, might mean for you. But genuinely, I can, I'm, I'm here for you. You know, I can't say. You know, my life is not better than yours. It's just, it's just different, and I, I love you. That can be something. You know, because uh, whatever might be going on there, and maybe in the instant, there may be some reactions like, you know, how dare you write me a letter like this? You know, because I still see that you're trying to put one over on me. You understand? Because people can be like this, you know. You're higher than thou letter to me, and all of this. Because sometimes you get this. You cannot stop anybody misinterpreting your intention. But it will not have been a wrong move. On some level, yes, I said. And do you have the courage and the stillness of presence to just accept? You know, that's kind of okay. I don't regret writing you, but but just choose in your wisdom to not to not go further, to not write another letter. <laughs> oh, he has enough letters, you know. It's like, you know, look, man, you're really mistaking what I'm saying because you know actually it's not about that. In fact, maybe the letter, which with so much love, allows this person to just belch out, burp up, vomit out some stuff that they couldn't have done. In any controlled kind of like way, it's a complete involuntary reaction, and because sometimes you can only do that with people that, on some level, you love. You know, I think it's love that encourages us to open up more. Many times people come into a place or uh, where they feel some love. They feel it may not be so straightforward. It might kind of feel like, wow, why is everybody here so quiet? You know? And then the mind starts to do its whole voodoo number, like, uh, they're all watching you, mate. You know, They're going to have you for dinner tonight, or whatever. <laughs> and you know, it can do all these kind of things. And you somehow find that space inside you, which is still and unaffected and is not a part of this world 
and curl up into a fetus and keep quiet there. It's a beautiful place. Sometimes when life squeezes you so tight, there's no room left. You know that uh, you're so you're so tight in that space, and then somehow you fall through into some into some space. It is very very good, and no problem is a problem. Your mind is not able to conceptualize a problem. You're just so filled out every cell with with love and space. This is a very beautiful. You always have an option. We always have an option. The thing is that we always rule out the most powerful option, which is to shut up and keep quiet. Because mass you have to be in gear. But actually there's another option. Like be nothing. You're not going anywhere. And but to be able to do this, there has to be a bit of understanding inside. Which gives you the space to to just drop inside yourself. And remember that you're not moving this world. Not even this body.